Jeff may the most may be the most interesting man in the world. Also, Joelle is a complete babe. Cheers, fam. Okay, well, thank you. Thanks. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey guys, how are you? It's Jeff Kelman, it's Howie Canine Training, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. We're going to do a one-hour show today it's because I'm still sick. And um, trust me, I've been sleeping on onions, and I've been putting Vaseline on my feet with socks, and I've been... And nothing's working. And nothing's working. So, uh, um, uh, oh, <laughs> that's right. Tonight's going to be your last Q&A. You're having a baby. Oh my God. Moses having a baby. I'm gonna miss you. Yep. So. But I'm happy for you and your. Congratulations! Baby. That's gonna be great. It's wonderful. Congratulations! It's awesome. You know, I had a baby was um, Ashley down in Florida, my house manager. Oh yeah. Yeah, she had a baby uh, two days ago. That's cool. Yep. Everybody's and she was back to work the next day, just to let you know. So. <laughs> she was, That's nice. <laughs> Anyway, so this is a Q&A show. You ask a question, we give you an answer. And most questions need really, really long answers. So it's really, really hard to answer in complete um, sentences. <laughs> it's it's complete, complete answers. This gives you a head start. But we've got a good body of work that you can watch videos from to help you out. And you'll notice that a lot of the questions are like, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? A certain behavior, so you can hear me use the word punishment, call it aversive, call it a correction, call it an inhibitor, you can call it anything you want, but it's definitely not a reward. So, so to stop unwanted behaviors, you've got to apply that. Um, also, we do a s- seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars, mm-hmm. Jeff Gelman Seminars, and that is um, a two-day seminar series. You go to jeffgelmanseminars.com and you can see where we're going. We're going to be in... Um, Frederick, Maryland in a couple of weeks, and then we're going to be in Providence, and then we're going to be in Portland, Oregon after that. So that'll be exciting. Um, and then we have the se- we have the seminar series, and we have the um, the, 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 the training, the training center. center. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be an interesting show. This might be a 15-minute show. Oh so And then we, then we have the training center, um, and that training center here, we do a little bit of everything. We rehab dogs. So we, we tend to work with more challenging dogs. So a lot of our experiences with challenging dogs, a lot of um, the advice that I get is literally how to stop a dog from doing something incorrectly or dangerous and then what to do after that. But usually it's that first step. A lot of people are struggling out there and they're not getting the answers to step one. Step one is stopping the unwanted behavior. And without that, um, it's really, really hard to move to move forward. A lot of people are struggling out there, but we find that people that follow um, our advice are getting some... Is that leaking? I think that is leaking. It's leaking. Yep. Gotta um, chug this water really quick. They're, they're following, our, following our advice, are actually getting results. And a lot of it is just based on just structure. A lot of it's just based on structure. A lot of it's sort of like taking your life back, not accepting that the dog is in control anymore, um, and uh, holding your dog accountable, cutting down on affection, and having a really good uh, uh, structured system in place. And believe it or not, that stops a lot of problems. Stops a lot of problems. All right. So Joelle is, Joelle is going to ask me questions, and I will answer them to the best of my ability. <laughs> now that I'm thoroughly hydrated, I yeah, just yes. like chug this, <laughs> chug this water. 
<laughs> All right. Um, Melissa said good evening, Jeff Dewall, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. Brandy, hello, Jay and Joe G. Have a great show. Thank you so much. Michelle, good evening, Jeff and Joel. Hope all is well or getting better. LOL. Things are good. Things are good. I've got a head cold. Mm. Can't get rid of it. All the fucking mm-hmm. onions in the world, they get rid of it. Next. You didn't actually eat any onions, though. No, I didn't. I slept on them. You slept on the onions? <laughs> I chopped them up and slept on them. And I woke up with them all over my face. Woke up with a nice glow. Yes. Super Carito. Oh my god, you haven't been on the show in forever. Hi guys, my dog recently had a bad experience at the vet. Now she won't let me do anything to her, like ear cleaning or checking her skin. Any ideas how I can help her feel comfortable again? Yeah, um, vet you know, vet, vet stuff can mess things up. I mean, any bad experience can mess things up. So what we would do is we would do a counter-conditioning protocol. Believe it or not, that's with food and a clicker. So what you would do is you would just start out with like, take a little cotton swab, hold it up to the dog's ear, click food. And hold it up to the dog's ear, click food, repeat, 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 and then start getting, you know, obviously in a little bit deeper. Um, and you keep doing that and you try to reverse that into a good experience. Or you can just muzzle the dog up, hold it down, and just go in. You know, there's but I would but I would probably do if you have time, do the counter conditioning protocol. Um, you know, vet vet behavior is usually not an indication of the total dog's behavior whatsoever. Um so don't don't freak out too much. A lot a lot of dogs have bad vet experiences, and they do fine afterwards. Uh, Lou, hi, lovely people. Get well soon, Jeff. Congrats too, and hi, Joelle. Not that you're less important. No, she's not a less important at all. She's most important person on the show. Whatsoever. Yep. Um, Kimba, watched your recall video today. Thank you for posting it. You're welcome. Yeah, we've got um, more coming up tomorrow. Which one went up today? The just the regular, Prong, the, the, yeah. the non-remote collar one. We have a remote collar one going up tomorrow. Next. Um, Melissa posted a link to the seminars. Oh, thank you. Which is jeffgelmanseminars.com. Yes. Um, Aubrey and Ollie. Advice for a dog growling at strangers, new people coming into the home, how to make stop. So you correct it. So anytime, anytime you want to stop it on wanted behavior, you correct. That's just how you stop it. So... Step one would be you could actually say, you always say no, and then you could bonk, no, and remote cower, correct. Um, that's how, that's that's going to be your step one. Um, what you could do is you could have your dog in place, um, have your dog in a crate for safety. Um, a lot of dogs growl. And, and this is the thing is like, once you teach your dog that that's not an acceptable behavior, they actually historically stop. Next. Um, Prairie Pack, if you name a command under low-level distraction and the dog struggles at the next level, would you ever take a step back and drop the name again until they're doing well with higher distractions? Say that one more time. If you name a command under low distraction and the dog struggles at the next level of distraction, would you take a step back and drop the name again until they're doing well with higher distractions? Um, I might just do more reps. I don't know how you're training the dog. I would also make sure there's a leash attached to the dog and make sure the dog has got clear communication. I might take a step back to make sure the dog actually understands the command. Next. Lori, what age can you start using the bonker for a puppy who is biting the owners? Finger and mouth not working. Age 12 weeks. Um, you can use the bonker. No bonk. Yeah, you could stop. You could stop that nonsense right off the bat. Because if you don't, I don't want to say it never ends, but it's a. But you know, puppies are cute until they're not. So I would stop. I would stop that right away. If I had a twelve-week-old puppy that was biting my 
my hands and the finger in the mouth didn't work, I would say no and bonk, bonk the dog. And a lot of people will say, oh, that'll ruin the relationship. I assure you, the dog nipping at your hands will ruin the relationship. Next. True story. Um, PM, is there anything you do different when training a dog in heat? Um, just no. I mean, some dogs get a little bit weird in heat. So they, they act a little bit differently. Um, watch out for any unneutered males or males in general around the dog. Um, watch out for the dogs um, being out in public and, you know, the behavior of other dogs. Um, but no, pretty much the same. Next. <clears throat> Francis. Hi, J&J. Can't wait to meet you both in a week and a half at your seminar in Maryland. Oh, good. It'll be fun. We have a great time there. Mm-hmm. That's always a good one. Next. Denise, how are you training the double down? My dog's no down, but what are the steps to teach them head down? So what we use is you the dog's already in a down. We use the remote collar, apply low-level remote collar pressure, and, and believe it or not, the dog's head just goes down. You can also use leash guidance if you want to, and you can use a verbal command as well. So you can use verbal command as well, leash guidance, remote collar, dog's head goes down. We do that often in a crate, and dogs just learn it. They just learn it right in inside the crate. Next. Mm, Rachel. Hey, guys, just joined the Patreon channel this afternoon. Excited <coughs> to look at it more and see what's there. Well, thanks. Yeah, we put a lot of, on our Patreon channel, we put a lot of stuff from seminars that you don't see anywhere else. So a lot of exclusive content up there as well as an AMA. Next. Brenda, my shepherd only has out-of-control barking in the vehicle. I can't seem to get it under control. Um, a remote collar. So... Barking in a vehicle, remote collar is going to be your best friend. So what you do, the concept is, and it works, we do it all the time, make barking suck. And then dogs just stop. They just stop. And a lot of folks are trying a lot of very sophisticated things. And it's like, okay, you don't have to go through all these different protocols. Just like make barking in the car suck. Next. Wasim, hey guys, hope you're feeling better. Jeff, also, my dog no longer wants to eat, to eat visitors. She goes to place and chills the F out. Thanks for the advice. That's a good thing. Oh, good. That's awesome. Thank you. Miniature Leap, what size prong collar would I need for a one-year-old 40-pound pit bull mix? Um, historically, 40 pounds will get you a 2.25 millimeter, historically. Next. Lana, two reactive dogs, happy and aggressive. We will set them back... Will we set them back in their training if we let them interact too soon? Happy and aggressive. They're happy to be aggressive. So, I mean, anytime you allow a dog to display unwanted behavior and continue to display unwanted behavior, you don't necessarily set them back, but you sure as heck don't fix it, if that makes sense. Next. She-Wolf, hi, J&J, sending love and positivity your way. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Same to you, to all of you. Lots of love to all of you. Tons of love. Next. Jeff needs healing vibes. Um, okay. <laughs> Super credo. Next. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been too long. I'll try the counter conditioning and see how it goes. Yeah. For the vet, for the, that's for the vet stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Next. Are you drinking tea? Nope. What is it? Coffee next. <laughs> it's really good. Melissa said lots of awesome content going up on Jeff's Patreon channel, and she posted the link. Oh, thank you. Relaxing too much. Hey, J&J, happy hump day. What age do you recommend to start weaning off puppy food? Thank you for all your content. Really want to set up a Skype with you soon. Well, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the nutrition guy or the food guy. I feed raw, so... Mm -hmm. 
I really don't have good advice on that. I just actually don't. I don't have good puppy food advice. Next. Michelle, hey guys, my landlord kind of barged into my house without notice or saying anything. I was super worried about my Aussie being reactive, but no, he was curious about her, but totally cool. Phew. That's good, but your landlord probably shouldn't be barging into your house uninvited. That's a little bit scary. Usually they need to give you some sort of notice. Yeah, unless it's an emergency or at least knock. Next. Lori, thanks. Bonk with a small bonker and not so hard or for younger puppies. Yeah, I mean, just, just scale it. Bonk enough for the dog to stop. I mean, it's, it is supposed to be uncomfortable. I mean, people have to remember it's like discomfort stops bad behaviors. It's just the way it is. It's the way it is. A lot of people say, oh, no, make not biting fun. Okay, but you might not have that opportunity to do that. And you can make non-biting all the fun you want, but have you ever thought about like the dogs having fun biting you? So make biting you not fun, and it stops. Next. Jack, hey, good evening, guys. I'm going to start jogging tonight, Joelle, eventually starting adding weights back in. Love your Instagram stories. Makes me feel lazy, which is motivating me to get back into it. Yes, Joelle's. Good job, Jack. Joelle's Instagram stories makes all of us feel lazy. Next. Denise. So to understand on the double down, I'm using the command down, and that will always mean head all the way down. Well, you don't have to use any command at all. We do it usually without any command. We just do it with remote collar pressure, dogs in a crate, dog just figures it out. It's the weirdest thing in the world. We do it at every single seminar. And there's there's video after video after video of us doing it. So next. Jesse, Jeff may the most may be the most interesting man in the world. Also, Joelle is a complete babe. Cheers, fam. Okay, well, thank you. Thanks. Brenda says thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Frizzy, what do I do when my dog reactive dog is on leash and has a remote collar on and some guy has an untrained dog off leash and he runs toward my dog? Love you guys. Thank you. So historically, and people struggle with this concept, you do whatever it takes to remove that dog away from you. And that involves kicking it, kicking it. Put, the dog, put your dog behind you, stand in front of your dog, yell at the dog, stick, stick your leg out, tell the guy, to, the guy to get his dog back. You know, we live in a very entitled uh, 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 time where people think that it's okay for their dog to run, just run up to your dog. And if it's in an, if it's in an on-leash area, that's just not polite and it causes a lot of problems. Next. <clears throat> MMC. So, Mr. Jeff, besides my dog barking when in my vehicle, she barks at UPS. She barks at my handyman. Yep. She barks if I go outside and walking by the slider. Yep. What have I done? What I have done was remove her from the room. Okay. But that's not going to stop the problem. You have to correct the behavior. So, removing the dog from the room doesn't stop the problem. Correct the unwanted behavior. That will stop the problem. Make barking suck. That's why bark collars work so well. Next. Brenda said, love your advice, Jeff. Thanks so much. You're welcome. MMC said, get well soon. XOXO. I am trying very, very hard. Michelle, put a crystal on his throat. I'm kidding. I don't get that stuff at all. LOL, get well soon. I had a crystal-shaped onion on my throat. <laughs> you you know what? Don't knock it till you've tried it. You have not eaten an onion or garlic no. or put Vaseline on your toes. No, but you know what I have in my pocket still? Oh, I have mine too. I carry it every day. That's 
nice. Came from Hawaii. No. California. California? Oh, California came from Petaluma. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, maybe you should put it on your throat. Grace, dog used to be on seat. Need him to be on the floor by my feet in the car now. Doesn't matter if the dog is in a sit or a down. Not tons of space. He would have to curl up. How would I go about this? Thanks. Hopefully you're not the one doing the driving. Um, so <laughs> what, I, what I would say is it, how do you get a dog off the seat? Take the dog off the seat. Um, put the dog into a down. And just usually if you put your feet, I don't know how big the dog is. So, but if you put your feet over the dog and the dog downs and it's closest to your, say your knees and your legs are, your legs are outstretched. That's usually the best way to do it. Next. Let's see. But I mean, if you have a great Dane, like you better have a big fucking car. Next. I don't think they'd be under the floorboard. Is that what it's called? The floorboard? Like that little area? Sure. Next. <laughs> That's a legitimate question. And I, that was a legitimate answer. Next. Sure? Sure. The floorboard, yes. I don't think that's where you put a Great Dane. MMC, how did you get all those dogs to lay still with a doorbell in your video? Training. You need to make a video about this. So that's all, all, all that is training. You're talking about like what you saw at um, uh, the other day that we put up on social media with... Um, also dogs outside. All that is through obedience training. None of those dogs came to us like that. None of those dogs came to us even most likely knowing down or knowing down for more than five seconds. All that is through the hard work of my incredible staff. Just repetitions and repetitions and repetitions and holding the dog accountable for not holding it down eventually. That's all it is. It's not magic. Anybody can do it. Literally, anybody can get their dog to do a one-hour downstay. Any dog can do a one-hour downstay. They can. Next. Jack. Hi, J&J. Bonk my dog during loading when she started staring down her sibling. Really charged up the no command. They are so much more manageable these few days. No fight sense. Thank yep. you so much. You're welcome. Yep. Look it's, at that. That's what, that's what bonking is. If you know what bonking is, just Google my name and you'll, you'll see what bonking is. And... What you do is, what you're really trying to teach your dog is the word no. And the best time to do it is when the dog is loading. And that's what people struggle with because it looks like the dog is innocent doing nothing. But it's like, no, you're not randomly just going up to a dog, throwing a towel at the dog. What you're doing is you, the dog has a history of exploding. So there's like a backstory to the bonking. Next. Everybody knows that naughty stare. Yep. Um... Harmarsh says, get well soon, Jeff. Thank you so much. A Bataglia. Hey, Jane J. It's my new goal to be able to hike off leash with Lucy. Right now, working to bomb-proof recall. Is there anything else that would help us get ready? Steps, advice, love you both, get well. Yeah, keep a long line on your dog and practice lots and lots of recall. Um, also, um, get your dog to make sure that you are, the, you are important to your dog um, but the biggest thing is absolutely recall at high levels of distraction, but keep a long line on your dog so you can pick up the leash if you need to. A lot of times people get the leash off too soon and then you're screwed. Next. Then you're screwed. Um, Morgan, I feel like there should be more to this cause it says two out of two, but I don't see the first one. Okay. Sorry, Morgan. It might've been too long. Um, so try to retype it because I can't ask this the way that it is right now. Okay. Holding on dog training. 
Working fearful dogs, progressing with obedience, but still having freak out moments over moments, sounds, etc. Do you see that gradually great, gradually get better with time? Probably is they all have to go to new homes. Yeah. Problem is they all have to go to new homes. Yeah. I mean, I see dogs. I mean, I don't know how long you've had the dog, Ashley, but dogs historically, I mean, we get a lot of fearful dogs in and some dogs just take a while to get through, to get that, like that breakthrough moment. Um, some dogs do quicker than others, but a lot of dogs, we get a lot of dogs that really, really struggle for a good amount of time. Um, and then when they go to a new home, that could be a whole other issue because then the owners of the, the dog, they've got to sort of like follow, follow your, follow your advice. And it's, it's hard sometimes because if you're working with a dog that's being adopted out, what a lot of people want to do is give that dog tons of love and affection, and that actually can reinforce a lot of the unwanted behaviors. So where you want to put your dog into a really structured system. That's hard. I mean, I don't think most people get dogs for to be firm with them, but they sure as hell don't get dogs for like all the behavioral issues that people are struggling with that we see. Next. Um, Lena, sorry, my question didn't make sense. I have one aggressive reactive dog, one happy reactive. Will they regress in their training if we let them go face to face too soon? It depends if they fight with each other. If they fight with each other, then yes, that, that will, that will, you'll, you'll regress. You'll regress. But that's if they, if they don't fight with each other and they just rough play, that's different. But if they were fighting with each other, anything, yeah, because then they'll practice the unwanted behavior. Next. Michelle, oh my God, we live in an entitled time where owners will allow their dogs to be aggressive and then say the person must have been bad or the dog was doing their job protecting them. Your dog is an asshole. Yeah, I mean, most dogs don't need to be protective. They just really, really don't. I mean, if you read the newspaper, if you read the headlines, you think that you think that it does. Um, but most dogs don't need to misbehave. Um, or, or display all this protective behavior that p dogs are getting away with. So, next. <clears throat> um, Brenda, Jeff, where can I find a list of places you're going to be? I'm in North Carolina. I hope you come close to here soon. We will. We'll be in South Carolina. If you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, jeffgelmanseminars.com. Next. 999 Top Chat from Michelle. Just showing some love. Haven't done it in a bit. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, really Michelle. appreciate it. Um, Grace, LOL, not driving anymore. I need him to learn riding on the floor for taking public transport. He's 55, 60 pounds. Okay, so for public transport, definitely want to do a down. Historically, I want dogs to down under my legs. So my feet are, in, are like covering the dog. Next. Jamie, had a run-in with my vet and assistant with prong collar use. They were untrained in the use. Someone told them they were harmful. Assistant grabbed the leash and yanked. My dog yelped. Vet said, see? I said, you are hurting my dog. Drop the leash. I told him I have a good training advice from a very good trainer in New Hampshire. He wanted your name. So did he call? I'm changing vets now. I don't know. We get a, we get a lot of calls. I mean, for, for, you know, vets are not dog trainers and dog trainers are not vets. But I'd like to think that a dog trainer, I mean, that a vet has got at least baseline knowledge of training tools because... You can't be the first client that's gone in there, and they're the ones that yanked the leash. But I think, ironically, vets are doing some pretty painful things to dogs. That doesn't make them bad people, but I don't know about any of you, but I'm not cutting open dogs. I'm not. 
We're not doing things that are making dogs blow their anal glands. We're not. So, you know, it, it's a little bit hypocritical for a vet to say that tool hurts when they've got like an operating room that's filled with tools that hurt. That's just my take on it. Next. Grace, yesterday was probably my last day. I decided my vision was getting too bad. Time to be safe. Yes, for driving, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Probably a good idea. Thank you. We all appreciate it. Alpine fan. I'm the primary trainer of our dog. She knows recall, then working level pressure means come to me. When my husband recalls and I use remote, she runs to me instead of him. He doesn't train or know the remote. So I put a leash. The dog should go to the person that calls the the, the dog. But if there's been no training or relationship with that person, then why would the dog know? So I would go back to putting a leash on the dog, having your husband work the dog. You could still run the remote. That's fine. But you could also get the, you could train a dog with, to, for recall without a remote. So, but if your husband's not interested in putting the work in, it is what it is. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to the seminars. Well, thank you. MMC, if my dog is in my car and has a bark collar on, make barking suck with a bark collar, what do I do or say while she's being bad or will the collar correct without me just saying anything? No, bark collars go off, go, go off automatically when a dog barks, but what do you mean by being bad? So, like, what's your dog doing that it shouldn't be doing? So, dogs should learn proper car etiquette, which is get in the car, lie down, be quiet. So work on that next. Sav and Kat, this is Kat. I have Kona, and I wanted to thank you and Joelle so much for training in Pearson, Florida, two weekends ago. He's the big black puppy. Every day is better. Awesome. Oh, that's Good. awesome. Good, yeah. Every day you work on things, things get better. That's the cool thing about it. And then you, every once in a while, don't get, don't feel, um, what's the word? Discouraged. Discouraged because if you have like a rough day, because we all have rough days. Some of us have rough weeks. Next. Amanda, hey guys, Arnie is doing much better with the crate, but we're still working on his anxiety. He slobbers enough to cover the entire bottom of his crate, and he refuses to double down even after going up. So um, your dog just, I mean, with a lot of anxiety, that might be just one of the things that, you know, I would... Oh, there was more. She said, yeah, am I pushing things too early? Do I just give it time? Yeah, maybe you are. You might be. Next. Um, hold on dog training. Thanks. I'm on the right track. The new owners who are willing to keep this lifestyle going Good. win in the end. Appreciate all your help to help me help them. Love y'all. Awesome. That's really, really great to hear, Ashley. Excellent. Good. That's always important to have owners that are on board. Owners that are not on board, dog struggle. Dog struggle. Next. Alpine fan, can I give a tip for new followers video their dog's behavior before and after? I always wish I had done before videos so I could show friends the incredible positive changes. Thank you, Solid Canine. That's a good idea. I think also for yourself, sometimes when you see slow, gradual change, mm -hmm. it's hard to notice. But when then someone hasn't seen your dog in a long time, they're like, wow, your dog is totally different. Sort of like weight loss too. Next. JJ said thumbs up. Cool. KD. Thanks, JJ. So many people have been brainwashed about prong collars being cruel. How would you dispel this untruth? Um, I don't dispel the untruth. Um, I just do what I do. I don't get into discussions or arguments about tools at all. I just do what I do. And um, I think there's a lot of things online where people feel that things, um, you know, I, I think I'm just a big fan of people using whatever tool that they want 
to get the results that they want. And if they can't get the results that they want, they should be open to other methodologies um, so they can have a better quality of life. Next. Okay, you already read that. Rye. Hey, J&J. Hope you're good. Love from the UK. Hey, we're doing really, really great. Thank you. MMC, is there a process to better success with bark collar, lower distraction? Is that the right way to phrase? And to clarify, by being bad in the car, I meant barking at strangers. Yeah, by barking at strangers, I mean, just get a, just get, just get a remote collar, and then you can manually just correct your dog. No, and then correct. No, and then correct. Next. Leanne, hi, guys. How best to keep my dog from barking outside, if alone? Um, a bark collar would be good for that because it goes off automatically. And then once your dog understands it, it actually probably stops barking just by even having it on. Next. Alpine fan. Yay. Signed up for Portland. Sheesh. Flights are three to four times what they usually are due to spring break in the area. Ooh. It gave me pause for a moment, but I can't wait to be there for the seminar. Oh, geez. I guess I should, we should book our flight. Probably. Shit. People are going to Portland for spring break. I know. That's interesting, huh? Wow. That's really interesting. I didn't realize that was a popular spring break area. Me neither. I guess we should book our flights. Next. It's kind of soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's real soon. Next. Look, that's it right now. Wow, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we a short show? Well, we put up a bunch of videos today. Yeah. Videos were good. We did a... Um, I have one, two, three more DIY how-tos queued up ready to go oh, do you really which ones down with leash yep how to train sit with leash yep. and then we started cs recall on the remote you put that as a separate one yeah. yeah it'll go tomorrow and then we'll do and we'll redo ncs because that one was all over the place yeah yeah that was sort of like it's hard to make these how-to videos with you being sick because like they're gonna be up forever and you sound so sick but they need to get done. Well, they need to get done, and so I'll just sound sick. It's a like a disclaimer on like everybody. Jeff's sick. Jeff's sick. Please excuse Jeff. He's sick. Yeah. Maybe you should do that. Put a little star, like every fifty seconds, fifty-two seconds, like every time we crack a silly joke. Right. Jeff's sick. Jeff's sick. Well, that's not why I crack jokes when I'm not sick. Yeah. Next. Um, Frizzy, I just want to thank you so much. You have helped me more than anyone with my crazy Great Danes dog reactivity. Love to you always. Oh, good. That's really, really great to hear. Yep. Um, I think dog reactivity is one of the big ones that a lot of people struggle with. I think that's, um, if you don't, if you don't have to worry about that, then that's really great. But people that struggle with it, I think it's really, really hard because there's so much conflicting advice out there. Um, that's one of the things that we work on here. I mean, most dogs come in here reactive on a leash. Mm -hmm. I mean, just about every dog that comes in here is reactive. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we stop. Um, next. Um, ooh, 499 Top Chat from Prairie Pack. Thanks for all your help. It's so satisfying to work with my dogs and see all we can accomplish with guidance. That's, that's, that's really good. It's a great accomplishment to make progress. But I think that's like with that, with anything you do. I think I think anything you do is um, that you put the work into, you make progress. Life, dog training, mm. personal growth, health, physical fitness, just anything, any skill. Next. True story. 
Um, Anirbis, it sucks that my husband isn't on the same page. No leadership for Frozone, but the dog knows the ropes anyway on my end. Just more difficult to maintain. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to, you can sit down and have a discussion, but you might have to just pick your battles. Next. KJ, we are scheduled for a March 10th drop-off for a boarding train. Cannot wait. Oh, wow, that's coming right up. Yep. It's coming up real soon, actually. Wow. Five days. Cool. Awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. Next. MMC, thanks so much. I've had rots for 35 years, and I've never had one that barked. So weird, eh? Really? Wow. Just owning a dog that doesn't bark in general is just weird. Yeah. And Rottweilers have been one hell of a bark historically. They sure do. Yeah. That's interesting. Next. Um, Kay Dean, how did both of you decide to be dog trainers? Um, I decided by having a dog that 15, oh God, 15 years ago. It's probably been more than that. About over 15 years ago that um, I didn't know anything. I was in the same boat as all of you. You know, I started like all of you did, not knowing anything about anything. And I had a dog that was out of control and nobody can help. And that's how I started. Same. Yeah. Same. I think a lot, I think a lot of dog trainers start by default. By they got a dog. Nobody could help them. They started doing the research. They realized that. The re- the, what they, they realized that the advice worked. They started helping their friends, helping family, helping other people, and then all of a sudden decided to start training dogs. I think that's that's the story of a lot of people. Not too many people like were like came out of the womb training dogs. Next. You always get that one. Yep. $10 top chat from Alpine Van. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's a cute little emoji there. Super cute. Yep. Denise, I'm south of Portland. We could have skiing on spring break if it's cool or fun at the beach if the weather is mild. Oh, wow. So I guess there's a lot, a lot of stuff to, lots do. to do. Lots to do in Portland, I guess. Jamie, warming up here in New Jersey. Excited about getting outside again. Oh, my God. Me too. Yeah. Me too, this, Jamie. This, this weather sucks. Pretty sure my puppy is suffering from cabin fever. Don't forget to set your clocks ahead Saturday night. Yeah, I was just oh, gonna... my God. We get an hour of sunshine. Well, an hour of light. Yes, sunshine. <laughs> if, if the sun is shining. True. Yes. That's what I meant, light. I have high hopes. I think it will be. I think it's changing. Yeah. I think it's. I think. I think the sun is trying really hard. It is. <laughs> Dude, yesterday when I went hiking, I was sweating. Sweating. Yesterday was a warm day. It was like the most intense little hike. I'm like, this is going to be a leisurely stroll. Yeah. I was out there for like an hour and a half, and it's like super <laughs> steep. I'm like... I didn't even bring water. I'm like, we're going to die out here. Yeah. I'm literally going to die out here. Yeah. You're going to die. Dehydration. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. My poor dogs. 90-minute hike. <laughs> battle. That's enough to kill the I average. I to be like really like leisurely. That's enough. I'll like sweat and bullets. That's enough to kill the average person, 90-minute hikes. Yeah, without water. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 right? You're, you're lucky you survived that. <laughs> no. you're, you're lucky you I survived. Know. In Smithfield, Rhode Thank Island. In Smithfield, Rhode Island. <laughs> Find me dead in the woods. Elevation of 542 feet. Yeah. It was like 300 something, my watch told me. Oh, wow. Look at that. 300 feet. Woo. You're up at the freaking oxygen deprivation zone. Hey, I'm hiked in Washington, though. <laughs> That's right. It was pretty cool. Next. I've got some skills. Um, Brenda. Oh, wait, hold on. There's different ones. Uh, MMC, when are you coming to Northern California? I didn't see that on your schedule. Um, there's nothing. Portland is going to be the closest this year, most yeah, likely. now we're doing Southern California. Most likely we're doing Southern California. Nothing is scheduled for Northern California this year. Next. 
Brenda, how much harder is it to train a five-year-old shepherd as compared to a young one? Depends what 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 pre-existing conditions the dog already has. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes puppy training is really hard to do. It's really, really hard to do because they've got limited attention spans. Sometimes training an older dog is easier, believe it or not. Next. And Erebus, don't forget the video about how to vacuum the dog, Joelle. Yep, that'll be on you, Joelle. Because oh, of my stories last night. So I think she responded. She's like, I was like, oh, freshly vacuumed. She's like, the dog or the carpet. Oh, did you vacuum your dogs? No. Oh. No. You vacuumed the office. They don't care. I probably could. I freaking, I had to tell Wes to get out of the way. I'll like bump right into him. And he's just like. He doesn't care. He does not care. Um... Ekram, thank you both for everything you do. Learning so much. Super fun to watch, especially if you make her laugh. Thank you. I try. I don't know if I try to make her laugh, but she laughs. <laughs> Lately, there's been not as much laughter, though, because... No, because you're freaking sick. Yeah. There's been Nothing's some... funny to Jeff. That's not true. But there's just been some shows that have been out of control. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That elephant one. That was probably... That Kibu, been... where are you? That might have been the last... That might have been that the... the last that might have been the last one, one. I cried. Yeah, that might have been the last one. Um, Rye, trying to rehabilitate a three-year-old American bully. She's not as reactive. She's not has reactive? She's not has reactive. She's not as reactive. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Will oh. a strict feeding and training schedule help improve her recovery? Well, a strict feeding won't have anything to do with it at all. But, but routine will help. Just routine and all. But as far as, I'm not sure about the reactive part. If she is reactive or she's not reactive, but putting your dog into a to a structured routine will help, which includes feeding if you want to. But strict feeding is not going to fix any problem whatsoever historically. Um, but a routine is good. Patterns are good. Um, stopping unwanted behaviors is good, and then training what you want is good. That's what's going to help. Next. Music, crafts, and canines, seven-month Rottweiler puppies, training individually and doing well, having issues with whining and howling from one when taking the other out. Suggestions, the behavior happens while crated. Yep, so that's like a separation anxiety. They That happens a lot. You said, I think you said they're siblings, right? So that happens a lot. So you can actually say no and bonk the crate, no, and use a remote collar and correct the crate. A lot of people say, no, don't do that. The dog will have a negative association. It's like, no, it won't. Dog already has a negative association. It's like you're not creating anything. You're stopping stuff. You're stopping stuff. The only way to stop howling and crying is through a inhibitor. That's what. That's how you stop stuff. Next. Anirbis, <clears throat> Jeff, you're so mellow today. No rants. Get some rest. Yeah, I know. I've been mellow for a while. For the last couple of weeks, for since Florida, I've been mellow. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm, there's exhaustion is one, and sickness is another, and. Yeah. Michelle, Jeff, you got me addicted to AirPods. Not sure what I ever did without them. Oh, those the AirBud things? Yeah, I like mine. I lost a pair and then found a pair. I thought I lost them out in the chucket spot, and then I was changing out um, Kira's water, and there was an AirPod in the bottom of her water bucket. And I'm like, how the fuck could an AirPod be the in the bottom of her water bucket. She probably freaking found it out there with her. She and, probably and, sniffed it out. Oh my god, it smells like Jeff. And what? Spit it up? Maybe. I doubt it. She's it, obsessed with ch you. Chances are, it was. I was probably filling up the bucket, and it came out of my ear, mm -hmm. and I didn't recognize it. Next. Um, Leanne, I hope you feel well soon, Jeff. Any yeah. tips on how to walk my two five-month-old puppies in a tandem leash? 
They refuse to walk properly. I want them to love their walks outside, not fear it. Thanks. Well, what I would do is I would not use the the coupler leash. I would put them on individual leashes and I would walk one at a time and work one at a time up and down your driveway, master that, and then I would combine them both together. And what's gonna happen is one is always gonna be jockeying for position, but if you could start getting but if you could start getting your dogs to start walking behind you and we have a spatial uh spa- spatial pressure drill, start doing that, you'll start getting your walks to be much more um leisurely. You know what we should do? This just really reminded me because we have two littermate puppies here right now. We should be making like a little docu-series on like how to train littermates. Yeah, because we're like helping people through the stage. The first thing we did was get them separated. So one crate is at one end of the room, one crate's at the other. Because it was like, it was literally like, what what am I looking for? Like, it was just chaos. If you took one out and the, right. not the other, they would freak out. Right. So we're like, you yeah. two again. That's the the down. That's the downfall of not just littermates, but I think any dogs that live together. Mm. That happens a lot. That are, or you that you never separate or you never work. I'm separate. Did you see this one? Did you? No, did... I must have just come through. Oh. Um, Wasim, $5 Canadian. Thanks again for all the content. Looking forward to when you come to Toronto. I'm going to try and make oh, it. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, to Toronto seminar should be a lot of fun. Um, $10 for music, crafts, and canines. Thank you. Your memory is remarkable. Oh, wow. Oh, because the, the puppies, the littermate puppies, Rottweilers. Um... I don't know where we are anymore. Um, Leanne. Nope. So did you answer the one about the puppies walking? Yes, I did. Well, you're at, you're at. I'm at KJ. KJ Tweezy. (laughs) Had to track down the farting video from a previous Q&A today just for a good laugh. I can't beat that one and the Tonklar are the best. The farting video? The farting one? Which one's the farting one? Oh, 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 oh. When we were in Texas and we were like, just fart. Just fart. To distract your dog from being like leash reactive. Was that Texas or was that Frederick? It was Texas. Was it Texas? Mm-hmm. No, Austin, Texas. That was somewhere. a funny one. That yes. was great. That was a good one. Holding on dog training. Okay, I got more. Seeing a lot of dogs who have lived together for a long time starting to fight. Do you see similar issues in homes that are having these problems happening? <clears throat> I Florida s- makes folks mellow. Yeah, I think what I think what happens is a lot of times things creep up on owners and they don't see all the signs until all of a sudden one day it explodes. Like, so it's a gradual thing. It's like, it's just inevitable that it's going to happen. And then finally it reaches a tipping point and then it just happens. So I don't believe in like, oh, there's no sign. There's historically always a sign. There's always a sign. But most owners don't see it because it creeps up on them or they're in denial. Next. Michelle just finished Sean's book the other day. Any other personal growth book recommendations? Oh, there's tons of stuff you can do. I mean, there's tons of stuff. I mean, it's Sean has got a good list. I would actually and Sean has a resource. If you go to Sean's page, he has a resource on a lot of good personal growth books. Next, um, skincare queen. It looks like it's going to be multiple parts, and I don't think she's done typing it yet. So I think we should get back to that. Um, Jack, some of your well, videos. There's a one in it, too, I see. Yeah, but it, the, the two ends on like a weird, I don't know if there's more. A weird. Well, just yeah, there's it. three. Okay. okay. Hey, guys, long time no talk. So my problem boy is okay in the crate when we're home. Some crying, but stops when told no. When okay. we leave, though, he'll break out of the crate. We can't leave him 
in an enclosed space with gates because he will break out too. Right. Tonight we tried e-collar, not an expensive one. I executed it how you did in your videos at a low level, gradually went higher, uh, made it to 100, no luck. Started with zapping at low level, nothing, went higher and higher. I went the more agitated he got. I maxed it out with no luck. Okay, so there's an art to it. Sometimes you actually start out high instead of start instead of starting out low. But I but I'm not there and I need to see it and a lot of that's done by sight. The last thing I want anyone to be doing is just shocking their dogs randomly without understanding like what the dog is doing and then understanding the recovery time in between corrections. Um, and then also what I tell people to do is what's the rest of the day look like? So what's the rest of the day look like? So what you want to do is you want to um, uh, make sure you're holding your dog accountable during the rest of the day. You've got lots of structure during the rest of the day. You've got a good routine the rest of the day. Um, you're doing training the rest of the day. You're working on duration the rest of the day. Um, and then make sure you secure your crate really, really well with either zip ties or clips. Next. Jack, some of your videos mentioned that too much affection is a lot of us owners make before having structure, but how much affection is too much? So, I mean, I think that's, you know, all depends on what the behavioral issues are. I mean, I'm not against affection and nobody got a dog not to be affectionate. I find historically that people give their dogs just weight. They're always touching their dogs or the affection is unwarranted or they are just talking too much to their dogs instead of giving them a command and all the dog hears is blah 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 if you want to talk to your dog about your problems and if you want to just chit chat with your dog you go right ahead but when it comes to asking your dog or telling your dog what to do i find that a one word command with um, a way to enforce it is going to be your most powerful thing i think with affection i think i mean if you've got your a dog that's like aggressive, you really should be cutting out almost all affection. If you've got a dog with separation anxiety, you probably should be cutting out a lot of affection. Um, but if I told everybody to don't be affectionate with their dog ever, they would never listen. So I'm always like, I say, cut down dramatically on affection. And then if they cut down 50%, you know, I'll take it next. Vilda, my one-year-old GSC puppy, doesn't like being pet by strangers that I know or don't know. She pulls away and grumbles if they don't take her dodging them for an answer. So that's where it's up to you to say, leave my dog alone. So I have, I'm not a big fan of strangers petting my dogs. Now, some dogs don't mind. Some dogs are great with strangers. I mean, if that's your final goal, you can work towards that. But to me, historically, I don't trust strangers with my dogs. I've seen people hug dogs, kiss dogs, pick dogs up and drop them. I've seen dogs, people just do stupid stuff with dogs. They grab them by the jowls. They just, they just, they, they, they don't understand. They do things because it makes them, the human, feel good. And they're not reading the dog. They're not reading the dog. Next. Tyson, any tips on how to stop a dog from digging up the backyard? I'm in Canada, so she's digging snow now, but I'm scared that she's going to dig this summer. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, digging snow is one thing and digging the dirt is another. So, but how do you stop a dog from digging? A remote collar. Make digging suck. But digging snow is one thing. Digging dirt is another. I, I We have dogs that dig holes in snow, but don't dig holes in dirt. 
I guess you don't know until the snow melts. Next. Trixie out. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. My six-month-old puppy was just spayed and has been mouthy, biting my hand since she's had the cone on. Do I correct her or accept this as maybe a temporary behavior? Thanks. By the way, I hope you're feeling better, Jeff. You still sound pretty congested. I'm very congested. Um, so what I would do is I would absolutely, if the dog's coat is on, how I mean, that means your hands are by its head, which it happens. Um, I would I would still correct it. I would give your dog a free pass from surgery for nipping at you. Next. Um, Brenda, what e-collar do you recommend? The one we carry on our website, which is the e-collar technology mini educator 300. Next. Vilda, I'm proactive by saying no, but that doesn't stop everyone. Is there something more effective to say than she doesn't like it? The grumbling has gotten her accused of being aggressive, dangerous. Well, if that was true, most people's grandparents would be aggressive and dangerous. So I think, <laughs> I, th I think just the word, <laughs> just what? Oh, it makes me happy to see you throwing in your freaking dry ass jokes here and there. Oh, okay, cool. So <laughs> it's on the mend. I think, I think the word no is a word. So if no isn't followed up with a consequence, then no has no value. Just keep that in mind. So just the word no is an English word. So it has to have something connected to it that has, um, that's intolerable. So no is maybe something uncomfortable afterwards. Now no has value. That's why we bonk. Next. No, I think she's saying no to the people. Oh. They still try to touch the dog. Oh, 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 oh. Well, then you say get the fuck away from me. Next. Um... Anirbis, I know it's Sabrina, but I just always have to read it that way. I've managed to turn Frozone into a non-barking Spitz. It's so inbred, though, that he reverts at times. So thankful for the e-collar training. Saves my nerves. Yeah, I mean, I'm there's some dogs that you just can't override certain things in them. Um, but that doesn't mean a cattle dog should be biting or a border collie should be biting children because they weren't bred to bite children. They were bred to bite, but not children. Um so, but, so, you know, dogs do bark. Dogs do bark. Next. Skincare queen, we're pretty heavily structured throughout the day. Dogs are usually in place, and we have them sitting when told, down when told. Lots of structure. Okay. We reinforce the cage tonight so he can't break out, but he's trying to bite and push his way out still, which scares me. We have bonked right in the middle of the behavior. Works for a minute or for the day, then back to the same stuff. Yeah, I mean, so you might have to get a non-cheap-ass remote collar. Um, but again... You would make the the act of biting the to try to break out of the crate uncomfortable. I mean, you sort of have to because if the dog breaks out of the crate, it can hurt itself out of the crate. Crates are the, probably the safest place for most dogs to be in. Next, Sabrina, grown ups touching dogs are worse than kids. Seriously, um, historically, yes, that's what we see as well. <clears throat> Skincare queen. At what point do you think rehoming is a better option? I've tried what seems to be everything, and now we're tapped out of money from spending on vet bills, saving for our baby, etc. Are there dogs that you can just not that you can not train or break bad behavior? I think there are absolutely. I mean, I, I haven't worked with this dog. I don't know enough about this dog. I would never tell you to rehome a dog that I have not, you know, don't I have don't have way, 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 way more information and probably some hands-on experience. I think it's a personal choice. I think that, um, and I have empathy for people that have to rehome. I really, really do. I really do. I mean, I think 
We have to think about the quality of life of the human being. And skincare queen, you want you. I mean, you, a lot of people will say you should. Oh, a dog is is for a lifetime, and it's a commitment. But it's like you know what though? I could see that, and I agree. But also, your life is a commitment, and you you want to you want to you can't be homeless, and you also are saving for a baby, um, and. So what I would do is again I haven't don't know what cowl you're using I don't know your all your protocols it would be a disservice and disrespectful to give you any sort of rehoming advice through a podcast like this next um that's it right now but as far as like other dogs you cannot train or can't break bad behavior I think that there are dogs that are capped I mean I think. Level, excuse me. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I think that there are dogs that are, that the level of expectation is going to be at a certain level that might not be the level of expectation that you want your dog to be at. I mean, dogs, they test dogs at, at, for working dogs for litters all the time and they just, oh, you're not going to make it. We're going to get rid of you. I mean, it happens all the time. So I think if you're looking for a family pet and it's not fitting into your lifestyle and you're doing everything you possibly can and you're on a limited budget and your dog is doing the dangerous behavior, um, I have empathy for you. I really do. And some people will say, oh, that's terrible. You should do everything possible. It's like, well, agreed, but like to, to, to who's suffering? To who's suffering? So, you know, um, I mean, I've had to, I've, I've had to put down dogs that were not safe enough. Like, you know, I'm not a miracle worker, and you know, the safety of my children is more important than um, the dog. Sorry, that's just how I feel. I don't think a dog's life is more valuable than a human life. It's just how I feel. And a lot of people will say, that's terrible. You should have, like, found a sanctuary. Like, there's not too many sanctuaries that are going to take a kid-aggressive dog. It sounds good on paper, but it's like there's not too many sanctuaries that will do that. And a sanctuary usually means 24-7 in a crate. That's usually what your historical sanctuary looks like. And what kind of life is what kind of life is that? And is it better than a dead life? Some people might think it is. But... There's so many variables. There's so many variables. Next. Uh, Dakota sits. Hey, guys. I've been working with my dog on recovering from a dog attack at the park. Now, a week ago, a neighbor dog surprise attacked us on a walk. I should have brought my bat. Now we're set back. Fuck. My God. Yeah, you should have brought. Definitely carry a hiking stick with you and get ready to just whack a dog in the head with it. You know, that's that's one of the reasons why we get, why a lot of dogs get um, leash reactive is from dog attacks. It happens all the time. Yep. It's like they're minding their own business. You're walking down the street, and all of a sudden, a random dog just comes running up to you and attacks you. Oh, he's friendly. And the next thing you know, your dog is like, yep, my dog is leech reactive. Yep. It happens all the time. Next. Yep. Or dog aggressive. Yes. Um, Michelle, I'm working Maverick on coming out of the crate calmly. He will wait for the break command, but still bolts out like a bat out of hell. No food. I realize it's not helping. What would Jeff do? So I would, Michelle, I would keep a leash on the dog, and I would 
pop the dog into a sit as soon as your dog came out. And your break command should be definitely neutral, like break, and then just have the dog come out and sit, sit, or down. Next. Iker Volk. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I have two service dogs, and they have pretty good manners. Would one of your workshops benefit us? Um, if you're trying to, well, number one, in general, yes, they would. If you're trying to eliminate some be, um, some of the unwanted behaviors, absolutely. But you can also come as an audit without the dogs. You can bring one of your dogs that needs uh, the mo more help than others, more help than uh, the other, um, as far as stopping unwanted behaviors. The seminars are geared towards, they're called problem-solving seminars because we solve people's problems. So uh, definitely. Next. Michelle, should I switch to here instead so he comes to me instead of bolting out of the crate? At least he comes to me. I don't know. He needs to chill. Um, you could. It wouldn't hurt. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if a change of a word is going to make a difference. I think by popping the dog into a sit or popping the dog into a down um, is going to um, slow the dog down a little bit. Keeping the dog on a leash in general is going to slow the dog down a little bit. Next. <clears throat> Sabrina. I'm so brain farted currently. Give me something weird to work on. I've done the basics. Just seriously stuck. Not quite ready to vacuum Frozone, though. Do sitting in chairs. Oh, yeah. That's always Try a good that. One. Do sitting in chairs. Next. Brenda, Jeff, I'm using an e-collar for out-of-control barking, but it's like I have to keep pushing the button. I'm going to order the e-collar you sell. Is there a setting you would suggest? Um, the don't bark setting. I mean, no. I mean... <laughs> The, the, the setting is variable on the dog. The, keep in mind the dog controls the remote. The dog controls the remote. Always remember that. So make sure you got proper fit and then the dog controls the remote. And, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, maybe you need to exercise the dog more. Fine. Exercise the dog more. Dogs that are exercised are, do, does not stop barking. A lot of people will say a tired dog is a good dog. Okay, until it's not tired again. And then it's back to back to square one. So I don't want my dog to have to be tired to behave. I want my dog to behave whether it's tired or not. Next. Can you elaborate on what you mean by the dog controls the remote though? Because she really might not know how to use the So what I mean remote. what I mean by that is what level do you use to stop the barking if you're if you've got the, the remote, it comes with an owner's manual, number one. So read the owner's manual. Number two, make sure you've got proper fit on the on the dog. The owner's manual will tell you that, plus we've got videos on the proper fit. And then when the dog barks, say quiet or no, and you would give the dog a quick momentary stim. If the dog keeps barking, it's not high enough. So the dog controls the remote. If the dog goes, oh, and then stops barking, well then... That's the right level. Sometimes it's, you have to figure it out. It's like fishing. It's like, what level does it going to take? And that's what level right now. Like tomorrow, it might be at a different level. Um, historically, then the dog will get underneath voice command, and it'll stop without the remote. But be prepared to have the remote on for a while. I think a lot of people, what they do is they rush things. They rush things. And then also, think about, you know, the rest of the day, and I always say that a lot, like, what's the rest of the day look like? And it, what I mean by that is a lot of people, what they're doing is they're allowing their dogs to practice a lot of unwanted behaviors, and then um, and then what happens is they, when they want the dog to behave, they're, like, surprised that it doesn't. Next. 
KK, I keep missing your chats. Do they change? Where can I find the times? Um, well, they've been going up and back and forth lately. We we, try, we we did officially move them to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. I think the other day we had to do it at 8. So that's we, we try to do it consistently. Um, and then if you join our channel and you turn on your notifications, you'll get an alert. Next. Also, Facebook, usually the morning of, we'll post the time. Right. Um... Kayla, I corrected the first sign of reactivity to other dogs while on the leash. Dog looks away, then looks back. Do I correct again? Does that mean it's not high enough? Um, you could. I mean, if the dog if the dog didn't react, it's not the worst thing. But definitely, I mean, the the goal is it depends if you want to put your dog into avoidance or not. So some dogs we have to put into avoidance. We don't want them looking at all. Depends on how bad the reactivity is. Sometimes with them looking at the other dog can set the set your dog off so what we do is we will absolutely just be like nope you can't look at the dog but if you if you hit the remote when the dog looked at the dog when, when, when it was loading loading means it's at the beginning stages of being reactive and then the dog all of a sudden looked away um and then looked back but didn't react that's not the worst thing next um, Dakota sits. Yes, yeah, since that first initial attack, she became aggressive toward larger dogs, and now I can tell the aggression is even more prevalent. The training won't stop, but it's so maddening and sad. Yeah, it is. I think it's really, really upsetting because it sets people back, and, you know, your dog was minding its own business, and I don't think people understand just how 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 frustrating it is to have an off-leash dog attack your dog. My dogs have been attacked by off-leash dogs before, and then they go into this mode of like, I'm going to get you before you get me, and it goes down this really, really, really long journey that, that can be very, 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 very frustrating mm -hmm. for a lot of owners. That's why a lot of our information is, um, uh, a lot of our information, it's like you might say, oh, I don't need that information now. Or I would never do that, but be open to it because you don't know when you'll be in that position. Or maybe the dog you own now doesn't have that behavioral problems, but you might eventually own a dog that does have those behavioral problems. Next. 499 Top Chat from the Noble Dogs. I started using here for both come and walk and heal and sit every time I stop moving. Thoughts and concerns seems to eliminate a step, making it easier. I think, um, Grant, if it makes... So I'm not going to tell you how to train your dog. So in other words, if you find for the word here is saving you a step and your owners are also using it and it's working for the owners, then do it. Then do it. A lot of people do that. A lot of people use the word here. We use the word heel to walk next to us. But if you want to use the word here to mean come here and walk next to me, then do it and do it so i think play it out for a little bit play it out do do some trial and error on that one next sabrina thank you i will definitely have him sit great challenge i forgot the name of the stands you use in the training center i remember they're on amazon um those are just box jumps but you can do it I on not like the actual climbs those black ones but the red ones are just box jumps those are just standard box jumps on amazon but you can just use a just use a chair yeah, Chair, just a take, folding chair. Just take a folding chair or a kitchen chair. Just do a chair. Don't spend any extra money. You've got chairs in your house, I'm sure. Next. Next. Skincare queen. Joelle, does your sweatshirt say avocado? I need. Yes. It does. 
You wore it's the best. I think you wear that almost every day. It's clean. It's not like I sweat in it. Oh, I don't care if it's clean or not. Yeah. I love this sweatshirt. I was just going to say, you really like it. It's my color. You, it's a great color it's idea. It's my everything. It avocado. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. I live off avocado. Avocados are your... Are your is, yeah. it, is avocado a vegetable or a fruit? It's a fruit because it has a seed. So... Right? It has a big ass seed. It's a fruit, I think. It's amazing. It's just like... You know, you know how hard it is to find a ripe avocado? Oh, I got so many right now. Do you really? So you know what I've started doing at Trader Joe's is I buy ones that are almost ripe yep. because they'll last me the week, and then I buy a bunch that are... Not even close to ripe? Or I'll buy ones that are ripe. Wait, what am I... No. So I do it in like a certain way. So I'll, I'll buy a bunch of ripe ones. Trader Joe's, usually you can find some. Right. And I'll keep those in the fridge because it takes me a while to get through them all. Right. And then I buy unripe ones. By the time I'm through my ripe ones, Those it's time are, for the yes. new ones. Yeah. It's I, a great system I have. The the avocado, I think the avocado, there's like a scam going on. It's like. No, Trader Joe's always has pretty no, decently but, ripe. No, but like so many times when the avocado displays, they'll say, these will be ready tomorrow. I'm like, how do you fucking know that? <laughs> it's like, how do you know these do will be ready tomorrow? Do you know that you can get them to ripen faster by putting them in a brown paper in bag? In a brown paper bag. Yes, I did. Bananas too. Yes, I know. All right. Know-it-all? Not a know-it-all, but bananas are, I think, easier to predict. I think bananas ripen bananas ripen quicker than avocados do. Definitely. Yeah. I think avocados can take a long time. Trader Joe's has these teeny tiny avocados, and they're the perfect size. They come in a bag? Yes. Like a mesh bag? They're like this big, though, so you don't have to freaking cut it in half, and then the other half goes brown unless you eat it in the same day. But, like, who needs that much avocado in one day? So the teeny tinies, it's like boom, use it all at once. It still has a pit in it, though, obviously. Yeah, it's like it's a little. Cute. So you so you eat the whole avocado at once. Yes. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But you cut it in half. Yeah. How else do you get the stuff out? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if there's like a formal way to cut an avocado. I just cut. I just cut it. In I half. just cut I, it in half I, and I, scoop I, it out. I, I just cut it in half. So good. That's what I do too. Ah, uh, um, LC said, did you start at 7? We did. We started. <clears throat> 7's like our new official time we're trying to start because we're trying to get out of here a little bit earlier because the, the days... LC the says, Jeff sounds better. <laughs> really? Fuck. <laughs> You're the only one to think so. Yeah, I'm definitely not sounding better. 499 Top Chat from the Noble Dogs. How is Kira doing? What are some fun highlights and stories about her? Um, Kira doesn't give a shit. Kira's doing pretty good. She's, I mean, there's not, we haven't really been doing, I haven't really been doing anything with my dogs other than running them every day. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like, I'm just running, I'm just exercising my dogs daily. And that's about, and that's no, about it. No, you've been doing hikes. Yeah, but that's exercise. But I mean, yeah, it's but like. it's not just like playing ball, like you're taking them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not doing like any really bite work or set work or anything like that, yeah. you know. So. That's just laziness on my part. Next. Um, skincare Queen said, it's a fruit. I got to stay home when I get avocados. You got to catch those suckers at the perfect time. No, I can't go out. My avocado is about to be ripe. <laughs> That's not so the excuse. That's <laughs> so That's true. a good excuse to make. It is. Hey, you want to go out tonight? I can't. Hell no. My avocado might my ripen. My avocado is ripe. It might be, or it might ripen. It might it's like, ripen. you know you love avocado when you have a sweatshirt that says, I freaking rock this thing. Every And I get so many compliments on it. And I'm like. Avocado. Yeah. Is life. People love it. And it's a beautiful color. It is. It's a great color. I like that color too. Earthy green. I have an earthy. I have a couple. Avocado of, green. I have a couple of avocado green shirts. 
You're wearing one right now. Am I? Oh, yeah, I am. No, your sweater. Oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fleece. Uh, My fleece. That's it. That's it. All right, guys. We're going to say goodnight anyway. It's past an hour. You need rest. Yeah. So. Maybe sometime in 2020, Jeff will feel better. Yeah. We'll be back to the routine. We'll be back to a regular 90-minute show. But it's been hard lately. Yeah. It's been hard. I know. I kicked that sickness's ass. Right back to it. Man, I'm tried. I'm tried. I have to eat some onions tonight. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. Madly in love with you. Take care. I'll see everybody later. We'll see everybody when? Sa uh, what's today? Wednesday? Saturday. So Saturday night at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see everybody again. Madly in love with all of you. Thank you all so much for a fantastic show. And uh, don't forget JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Get your tickets to our upcoming seminar. All right? Thanks. Bye-bye. Good night.